There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Eugene Drennan is president of the Irish Road Haulage Association. Eugene, there's a straightforward question to start. Could it happen here? Good morning. Good morning to you, PJ. Could I address something from your last item just before I go into that Indeed. one? About the public holiday and acknowledgement of people who worked. Nobody worked more than truck drivers and hauliers. When the chips went down in 2020 and Italy was in flames, we are the people who had to go there. We weren't working just here. We had to go to these places. And some of them were the red flag zones and we had to coax people and cajole them and see could we get the services going for the products of West Cork anything to do with fish or uh, shellfish for all our meat exports. There's very important. And we're not looking for any extra payment, but in the list of essentiality, it would be nice if we were mentioned and the truck drivers and the hauliers were acknowledged just mm. that we did it. Now, we don't need, you know, we weren't frontline here in charge of the patients. They're the only people who should get paid. The people who are in the wards, good luck to them. Other than that, everybody was doing their job that was working. And as regards the um, extra money or a public holiday for a reward, the people who are in um, services industries of any sort, whether it's catering, uh, hotels, publicans, all of them badly hit, and likewise hauliers, they'll have to pay for that holiday. Nobody else. And there's no other industries that have been as ravished and have had as tough a time and hard times as anybody who's in the service industry without mm. workers now and not able to get them. So it will want to be done very carefully. Yeah. You know, but just to acknowledge hauliers before we start. Indeed. As indeed. regards the current... Yeah, sorry, could, uh, to address your question. The, the, the simpler question, could it happen here? That, I mean, the, the, looking at the reports from the UK where they now have thousands of garages with no petrol and a lot of empty shelves in supermarkets, something like 100,000 drivers short in the system, thinking about calling in the army. Eugene, could that happen here? No, I don't think so. Not quite as bad as the UK. Now, the just-in-time method method and the really quick delivery that we've been used to in times of past pre-COVID and pre-Brexit, that's gone out the window. We will not see that level of of distribution delivery. That is that if you click, you purchase something online or you just pick up the phone to somebody who's giving a service to you now, uh, it's unlikely you'll get it by this afternoon or by tomorrow. It may be the, the day after. And people, any sort of supply line of goods that's needed, whether you need them for manufacturing, whether you need them for farming, for inputs, whether you need them for resale of foodstuff, whether it's uh, industrial, whatever it is, 
the rule of thumb now is have a stock of your essential in. Uh, depending on it coming quickly or just overnight or by tomorrow, that's gone by the wayside. Mm. And though the advice of accountants for years past was you don't need to stock and it costs you money if it's on the shelf, that's over. If you want to have your customer, you want to have your supply line, you want to be sure of your goods, have a little bit of them on the shelf. But as regards the UK and particularly the petrol and fuel crisis, uh, for the most part, the drivers and, on fuel delivery here are on the top end of the market and always have had been in the better of the wage line service and it's uh, a little bit of specialised and um, hazardous chemical transport, so it took a specialised driver. And they are tied, either tied into contract or they're Irish Indigenous people who live here or they're happy that they have a good job and, you know, the, the rates of pay in, in Haulage has improved and increased in recent times. I don't see as bad a difficulty here. Howsoever, you know, to help out if you if you uh, with your supply man who brings you your your household fuel and your winter coziness and a bit of heat to your home, order in time. Have your tank full carefully. People have the banks tell me and the papers every tell me that there is money in personal accounts after the pandemic. People have a few bob, so stock your stuff in time. Mm. Not, not everybody, course, Eugene, but a few would. Yeah. Not everybody, but for the most part. But if you can, do it in time rather than later and be sure. Likewise for Christmas, you know. Um, there may be some very special, either small or big, that need something special. I would have it in in time because the supply lines are changed. But to go back to your question, I always answer questions, DJ. I don't see it getting as bad as the UK, but we may lose somewhat of a percentage of drivers to the UK and we're already short of drivers, very badly short of drivers here and any other um, thing that would take drivers away from here would cause have a knock-on effect that we, we mightn't be getting to the delivery quite as quick as we used to and there may be a little bit of a wait. There's a global shortage of drivers, isn't there? I mean, Poland Yeah, yeah, yeah have, have Yes, indeed. Um, South Africa you know, uh, South African people are really on the move. It's one of the countries that you can get into this country under permit uh, that their license is acceptable for exchange and they've virtually become a global commodity because they're accepted in the, Uni in the United States as well yeah. and accepted in quite a lot of the big countries and they can pick and choose where they're going now to a degree yeah. you know and we have a free we, for we all have it, let's, let's face it a lot of people are putting all this down to Brexit but I think that's a short-sighted view this is a global problem yeah. the start of a global oh, it's far problem bigger. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And in these levelling, like, there are a lot of people who come here. There's a lot of people looking for a job in this type of business as well. It's just that we've gone so uh, over-regulated and too much red tape by far. And in Ireland, the exchange of licence and getting people here under permit, it, it's a long, slow process now. And the COVID hasn't helped it because people are working remote, remotely. The output or the throughput of, of these um, uh, permits and permissions is gone very slow. And in, in some cases, up to eight months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it is a double uh, problem. Um, from all of the items you said, the Seuss Canal going skew is, was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Explain because there's 40,000... Okay, so for some people, okay, and, okay, I'm going to put this in very simple terms. A fellow looks up out of his pint and says, come here, hang on a while now. There was a boat stuck in a canal for a week, yes. and you're telling me yes. that's holding it all up. Sure, that was months ago. No, it triggered it. 
It okay. triggered it uh, because it was about to happen, really. Anyway, it was hovering because of COVID. You must remember with COVID, we think of COVID here, how we got through ourselves and how we just, you know, tipped along. But we got by and we weren't really short of anything. That is not the same for the rest of the world. There are major factories down in production, major factories closed down for two, three, four weeks at a time across the board of all sorts of production of machinery. And then Southeast Asia is ravaged. You take any of the Asian countries who would be feeding people into the factories of maybe China or Korea. The countries like uh, the poor people, God help them, of Indonesia, Bali, Bali, Thailand, Vietnam, they were all fully dependent on tourism. And that switch turned off overnight. Yeah. You know, and they had nothing to do and they're caught at home and not enough. And then the pandemic hitting these factories that they were closed. So that started, the, you know, the supply line had started to get pear-shaped anyway because of COVID, the knock-on of COVID. Right. And then this ship went aground. And if you remember the pictures of the ship, like, it oh, yeah. was the size of the city of Cork nearly above in a boat. There was 40,000 containers that were built out and out and out. It'd be like one of these seaside holiday big, villages. Big, bigger, than, bigger than Parky Cueve, to give some context of it. So that, those, those <laughs> well, two... Well, you can work park with Parky yeah. Cueve, I'd say, yeah. on so, that one, yeah. So you had that and you had, and you had COVID and then Brexit. Is it as simple to yes. blame all this on Brexit? Well, it's another trigger mechanism, and we we are so reliant. We're such a big market with the UK, and we're so reliant on the land bridge and how we communicate through, in and out and up through um, the UK. And very quickly, while we were still picking the steps of, if you recall, the dithering that went on in 2019, where they're going the start of 19, where they're going by June, where they're going in July, where they're going in next year. And that led to a, a, a vacancy and a void in the thinking and in the preparedness and in being prepared. And then what you had prepared, you know, didn't answer the bill on the date or different things came into play. And then suddenly we were in it mm. and sort of we were 75 percent ready, but we still had to pick our way through it. And because of the inter um, business exchanges between Ireland and UK, the massiveness, it's a huge trade. It used to be a huge trade. Mm. And we were very fortunate in Ireland that we got direct ferries, more direct ferries. We encouraged and we in the Irish Road Holders Association were to the forefront of trying to get extra ferries, direct ferries to Europe into Ireland. Mm -hmm. And were we so, so lucky because that has kept our supply chain mm -hmm. running. Uh, our supply chain inward for all sorts of things we import here and we import quite a lot. But equally as important, the supply chain, the, the definite of the timeline to be able to let our exports go out at a dedicated time. Though it may be later, a little bit later than it was heretofore, at least the surety of delivery and the surety of the timeline was very, very important, PJ. And we were looking at that. Yeah. The simple question, I think, for my listeners as we wrap up, Eugene, and the reasons are the reasons, yes. and I guess you can look at this, that, and the other. Simple question for, for my listeners. Shelves. I was in my local Tesco last night to pick up a few bits, and I have to say for, for a Monday night, the shelves were, were quite bare in certain parts of yes. the store. Yes. Fresh fruit, fresh veg. Very hard. I've been noticing yes. a shortage of fresh fruit in Tesco the last couple of weeks, actually, let alone the last couple of days. And, and other yes. shops, I'm sure, are affected. But what people will ask this morning, Eugene, when, is this going to affect my weekly shop? Oh, for sure. You know, everything has got more expensive. May, for many other factors outside of all that, mainly fuel. You know, once fuel goes through the roof, like everything, the cost of everything goes up. 
and the production line of everything has gone so more expensive. A lot of uh, global interest comes into play in that. You take timber, like the reason for timber being so dear here is number one, a lot of it came out of um, either South America, which is also a lot very troubled over COVID, or some of it through the American. But the American demand for timber went huge, and the cost of timber globally has tripled. Uh, so it's it's an, an extension of it was mainly it's other massive, markets, massive infrastructure like, like, projects in the US. And yeah. as regards, just to address your what you said about the shops here, the one you mentioned there, PJ, would have been reliant uh, because of the you know where their headquarters is and the type of company they are. They sort of would have had more of a supply line through the UK and from the UK as one other big supermarket, which would be a UK company here, would have as well. And they are finding difficulties for sure, I think. Yeah. But the other supermarkets of German origin or of indigenous Irish origin, they have different supply lines of fresh fruit and vegetables coming in. So in the first instance, will we have a supply? I think we will. Will we uh, cost more? For sure. Because the world has gone that way. And it's at a time that the world needs a correction. I don't, you know, all the indicators people are saying to me, there will not be a recession. But I think there could, I think there may be a small recession. But some people like to call that a correction. And it just takes time mm-hmm. for, for the whole world to level out after COVID. But that will go into next year, PJ. So mind your few, Bob. Keep it safe. Have it for the essentials. Tread warily and live, you know, uh, as be- like you did uh, during the COVID. Live yeah. on that way to win the to win the um, the healthy time. Now that we're vaccinated and that we're coming into good times, two, do it steadily two, and do it in time. Two things. Lastly, one: yes. the EU has said it's pouring billions into this. Will any of it come our way? And if it does, what can we do with it? And secondly, bread. Bread could be a problem, couldn't it? Well, the flour. Yeah, that's what I mean. The meant. flour is the problem because there's an, an uh, you know, the flour, the bulk of the flour that comes here via the UK has a Canadian input, and that doesn't match some of the EU regulations. But but the EU could accept an easement on it. I've argued this for quite a while. The England left the EU, but Ireland is paying the price. Now I'm talking to the very right station and answering this. There are two very powerful men from Cork. Three, excuse me, there are three uh, very powerful to the top. There are more powerful men in Cork than any other country, perhaps, but there are three at the moment very powerful. And we need the EU to to subsidise how we get our goods because we're paying too big a cost of a price for England leaving. The mainland of Europe has none of this cost problem over the Brexit. So anything attached to Brexit, uh, they should see a way in helping us through until until the correction comes in the world, for sure. And the power was always in Cork, and it still is, even though the ESB might have occasion to switch out the lights, but the power is in Cork. And if you can use it to influence it, that we do get some sort of easement on the supply chain, into Ireland, either the ferries or the container dippers or whatever way it would be perceived. I don't want to put any words in anybody's mouth, but we are paying a cost. And I did write to Ursula van der Leyen myself <coughs> in the spring of the year, pointing that out. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see where it goes. It leads to worrying time for people stocking their shelves and trying to keep them, get themselves shopped up for Christmas and all of those things. Eugene Drennan, president of the Irish Road Hall Association, thank you. I, I do know someone who has worked in supply chain for many years who told me that Tesco and Marks 
will be the worst affected by this because of so much of their stuff coming from the UK. On the other hand, Super Value, which would be another major major national brand name, they've changed their ordering system now to take account of delays in it. But flour is the problem because we, we, we had a milling and flour industry here. We don't have it anymore. And now look at us. Quartz 96 FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.